This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This girl, she's like a 10. Yeah. You know what? I can't even leave my apartment because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dipshit roommate, she won't wear a mask. And oh. like, he's like these bags of meat everywhere. And I, I don't really know what to do, man. I know. that to be a phenomenal song that was great i really liked it. yeah it was really it was really cool and groovy it, just like we are we're just sort of two cool dudes it's obviously it's, yeah the song matched that vibe that i want to put out there we're that a, was we're a, a mood that was an actual cool <laughs> we're song? kind of that was an actual cool song and when you described it as being fitting to us because we're groovy <laughs> you you undid everything that song set up for the show if you could have been cool if you could have been cool when the show started, that would have fit. Do you know what I mean? I was just saying that we're couple goals. I know what you're saying. And that song was kind your of hair, like that. Your hair is getting grayer like, as you're talking. It was, it was a current mood, I was going to say. And it fit our mood. It fit our mood. It was a Frye right? banger. Okay. <laughs> And I'm actually going to pour myself a rosé to celebrate. Frye rosé by the seashore. Uh, now that's groovy. Uh, this guy wants to, us to give a shout out to his new EP called Cocaine Lemonade out on all streaming platforms <laughs> August 7th. Wow. Two days, two days after my birthday. Oh, that's right. So not only do you have a birthday this week, but Cocaine Lemonade comes out this week. So might, pretty, pretty exciting August. Yeah, that's a great August. I might play that shit. I might play that shit. I remember on when my birthday, uh, at my party, that, that guy's name was Sugar Sigurd S I G U R D. So maybe he's from a, a faraway land, or maybe mm. he's not, and that's fine too. Yeah. I'm afraid of saying anything wrong, including <laughs> this word, saying anything wrong. So I'll yeah. move on accordingly. <laughs> Thank right. you, Sigurd. That, that effort, yeah. You're going to get, for everything that you could get canceled for, it's not going to be saying Sigurd is from a different <laughs> land. <laughs> Holy shit, they're coming after me. No! Uh, when the, the quarantine started, I remember all those March and April birthdays thinking like, uh, you, you sad saps, you guys don't get to celebrate your birthday during quarantine like all of us at, at a different part of the year. Like mm -hmm. your birthday in August will be fine. And then my birthday in January, by that time, it's going to be game over. But it looks like we're all going to have quarantine birthdays this year. Yeah, I guess that's true. I I totally, I thought the same exact thing. And now quarantine is so normal that I'm just like, yeah, of course my birthday is going to happen during quarantine. This is right. just the, this is what the, this is what life is. <laughs> my yeah, birthday will happen during life. And that's right. including a Zoom hangout affair because tell you bars what, don't I, exist. I am not doing a Zoom birthday. I'm just going to go to the park with Jillian and that's going to oh. be, and I'll have a beer outside. That's cool. That's, that's, that's cool. what I'm planning on doing. You get arrested. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm turning 35. <laughs> Christ. I can't have a beer outside. I can't have a an IPA with a missus. <laughs> Look at that guy has a margarita. I know that's a margarita in that to go cup. Tasing you. <laughs> Uh, all right, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Josh. Another one of those Monday AM recordings, because you got back late, 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 late night last night, and you were late thirsty. Night last night. I was thirsty. I was dead thirsty. I was tired. I couldn't do it. I couldn't hack it. I couldn't <laughs> hang, but now I'm back. I'm up to 60% after a full night's sleep. I only feel a little sad. <laughs> 60% of my normal mental acuity, and that's oh, all I, I need. That's the best it gets, man. That's the best it gets. <laughs> so 60 so is the new 100. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100 is actually just 6-0. Yeah. yeah just, cool. just barely not feeling, well, failing. <laughs> that is what I got in English class in 10th grade. It's what I got Ooh. in algebra class in 11th grade. And that was, T- oh, and then it's what I got in bio in college. <laughs> right. Yeah. So life today is the D minus you've been getting your yes. whole high school academic career, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I did get a lot of Ds. <laughs> a D. Are you happy when you get a D because you didn't fail or it might as well have been an F? It might. I mean, to me, I'm like, I didn't fail. I think that's, I don't think, yeah, no, I, I was not happy. My parents thought that was failing. I mean, they knew it was failing. It is, it's not technically failing, but it is failing. You know, yeah. you shouldn't be getting a D. It's a D. High school is school. not that hard. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Yeah, they're trying to make it so you don't get a D. Like, they're, right. they're begging you to not get Ds. Yeah, they don't want you to get the D. That is not, that's not where they want you to be. <laughs> B would be great. Yeah, B goes on the fridge. I got an 85, that goes on the fridge. Okay, that's a fridge grade for me. Yeah. For <laughs> Who is the best student of all your siblings? Um, Did anybody have like a 4.0? Yeah, Rachel Rachel graduated number four in her class. You know, wow. not quite Valley or Sally, you know, but, <laughs> but four from the top, pretty damn good. Yeah, it's funny when hard. they have like rankings because like, you know, my sister my sister's ranking whatever whatever it was whatever mine was and then like whatever micah's was but the triplets their rankings were like it was so easy to compare them because they were all in the same grade at the same time yeah and it was just like you you know you could just see who was the best student my school didn't have rankings i think that's a public school thing it's weird that they still have that they just straight up put a number on your report card being like you're the 38th best student at this school yeah it is kind of crazy but and actually now that i think about it i don't think my school because i graduated from a private school i went to public school for a little bit but uh i don't think i don't think i knew what my ranking was and actually but it was probably top 30 but only 40 kids graduated so that's good in, pub, yes. in private school, you pay a lot of cash, and then on the report card, they just put you were third, regardless of where you were, and you're like, that's awesome. I paid tens of thousands of dollars, and I got yeah. to read that I was third, whether you kind are of. or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you're not getting the Ds in private school. They'll make sure of it. No, I got I got one of my Ds in private school, but it was <laughs> really? it was a com- yeah no yeah I, <laughs> it can happen it can happen they don't if want you, it to happen if you believe mm-hmm. that's the uh, weirdest one when you're getting when you're failing in private school your parents are extra mad yeah because they're paying for you to fail in pri- yeah. in public it's like at least I'm not giving you money to fail in private yeah. school it's like I'm paying thousands of you're dollars. costing my cash I moved you to this school because you were having problems. <laughs> And now they persist, and I'm going broke. And did you feel bad, or were you like, whatever, school sucks, I'm not supposed to do good? Um, I felt bad. I didn't ever, yeah, I, I definitely always felt bad, but not for very long. I wasn't cool. a good kid. I'm a, I'm a privileged little shit. I'm a piece of Instead, shit. I was sort of practicing my Zippo lighter tricks, so that's where my focus was. Yeah. <laughs> 
At least I'm good at something, Mom. Lighting my pants on fire. <laughs> Fuck! No! <laughs> my Jenkos! <laughs> I should at least get a B. I did light the Jenkos. <laughs> Speaking of B, we have a question about Bitcoin with a B. Oh, very nice. We are. Yeah, remember Bitcoin? I do. Finally, something that predates our podcast. Um, we'll call this person. Um, what was the one that got hacked? Goki? Oh, yeah, Mount Gox. Mount Gox. Let's call this guy Gox. All right, it's actually a lady. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's much. I know. really offensive. That's I know. actually really, yeah. really fucked up. I know. Actually, it might be a, it might be a man. The name is sort of, yeah, again, European, potentially androgynous. So we can call this person genderless. <laughs> Gox. That's right. <laughs> Matthew Gox right? No. Uh, you've spoken of Bitcoin briefly before. I believe it was Amir's unsolicited advice at one point. Well, I've taken wow. an interest in Bitcoin myself for a lot of reasons, but mainly because our global financial system is in collapse and the dollar sets the standard for that system and the dollar continues to plummet in value as millions have been printed in the last five months, bailing out the rich but devastating the poor and unemployed. So my question is... That's a very thorough recap of what happened in the last six months. Do you think buying Do you think buying Bitcoin is a good idea? Do you see it as less of an investment opportunity and more of an escape plan? I'm curious to see what your thoughts are and what the general attitude slash acceptance of of Bitcoin is in the biz. Hopefully, you're not buying shit coins later. Uh, Gox. Okay, Gox. I. I have not paid attention really to Bitcoin at all yeah. since I since I got it's, in. It's been going up recently, actually. Mm-hmm. As of the time of recording, it's over eleven thousand, which is a newish territory after it collapsed all the way down to like three thousand last right. year. And it w- and it had ballooned up to like twenty five thousand at one point, right? Yeah, or almost twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, oh, it went okay. from like twenty thousand down to three, and now it's sort of in the middle of those two numbers. Is there? Um, Okay, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts? Well, he asked if it's a, a good idea. Uh, I think it's it's fun to put not like any sizable amount of your money in Bitcoin, but like a little bit just to like have fun and be able to track it and be excited when it goes up. And you can buy in, like you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. Like you don't have to have $11,000 to buy one right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, there, and there are mo- most apps, like investment apps, let you buy cryptocurrency now because- oh. Yeah, you can like buy shares and little um, segments of a Bitcoin. You don't have to, you can buy like a hundred dollars worth. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems like buying Bitcoin or buying shares of it. Like, I, I guess I would advise anyone not to invest a huge chunk of their money in so volatile uh, a stock or a currency. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a documentary on like all of the cryptocurrencies that's probably worth watching before you do any of it too, but if it's yeah. just if it's just shares and you want to like get in and you have like a, a an amount of money that you're okay not touching for a long time or not having access to whether it goes up down or disappears or around then, yeah there's it's not it doesn't seem like it's that much different than like buying Tesla stock which is a very volatile stock but is yeah killing it right now you know right the general idea is like put the money that you you'd be okay losing all of so like if would you be okay if bitcoin went down to zero tomorrow would you still be able to afford things just as much as you can now or cannot now then yeah go for it you have how many bitcoin you have forty eight thousand bitcoins right so yeah so i got into it when it was like 32 cents or something so i bought i bought well i bought fifty thousand bitcoin for like couple thousand oh. bucks okay and then when that ballooned to twenty thousand, i was a, a bitcoin billionaire basically i had like i think 1.1 billion um, right yeah i was just doing the quick some back of the napkin math so you had a bit you were a billionaire i was a bitcoin billionaire for like from january or sorry from december of 2017 to january of 2018 and then wow. I, I moved my heart, I moved it all to a hard wallet because I didn't want to get hacked. And I, <laughs> <laughs> the darndest fucking thing happened. What? I was making, have you ever made like chicken stock, like from scratch, like chicken broth? You put like bones and vegetables in a slow cooker and stuff. Oh, I haven't, no, I haven't personally done that. But like, yeah, Jill's done that. I've seen, I've seen it. Done. Yeah. I know. Like I know in a slow it, cooker. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Right. And I guess it's very good because it's like, you know, it doesn't take a lot of digestive strength, but like, Sorry, what happened to your, all what happened to your, what happened it dropped to your in billion? the soup. The hardwire, <laughs> the hard wallet, the treasure dropped into the soup and it melted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was ruined. <laughs> what? What, man? You had, I had, you I had, had yeah, over a billion a over, dollars. I had a little north of a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. And you can check the ledger. It's called, one of history's greatest blunders. Uh, you yeah. can see exactly where the, those coins would have been on the universal ledger, this blockchain. Yeah. So I actually tattooed the numbers onto my ass <laughs> so that when Uncle Sam... Because fu- I'm still paying taxes as though I have that billion, you know? Right. So oh I owe God. close to $400 million in back taxes, and that's cash that I don't have. <laughs> and nor, nor will you ever. Yeah, ever. That is a once-in-a-lifetime... Because- <laughs> You won the lottery to to have that money in the first. You'll never have. You're you're ruined. Ten lotteries, yeah. Ten lotteries. I won ten yeah. lotteries, and I dropped all the tickets into a you're utterly garbage ruined. disposal. You'll no, your your great great grandchildren will be in debt. <laughs> yeah. So instead of having generational wealth, I have generational debt. <laughs> Every person that I bring into the world will come in with a negative cash above their head floating forever and they'll they're never creditors. be able to they're crawl de- your babies are delivered by a creditor they're, <laughs> yeah. they're carried directly to a sponging house <laughs> a creditor and a predator got together and made my children and now they owe <laughs> half a billion dollars because their great grand uncle dropped a fucking <laughs> treasure in a broth <laughs> how is that okay this how is such a messed up, up system yeah to bear the blumenfeld name is to bear your great grand uncle's shame. <laughs> Fire up my ancestry.com. I want to look at this shit again. I want to see into the future, see what the hell's going on if I if you scroll down past me. Um, <laughs> I will also say that there are non-bitcoin cryptocurrency that you can invest in quite easily. Ethereum oh, yeah. is has also gone up from like has the it 200 up? range. I wonder if yeah. I even still have that Delta wallet. That you made me invest like $1,000 in those stocks and I lost it all. <laughs> that was, I lost that it was all. a weird month. It was about <laughs> a month. Insane. You were insane. You were buying. Yeah, I was buying altcoins, which are like anybody can make up a Bitcoin, <laughs> a cryptocurrency. I just, I just fired up my, my Delta wallet. <laughs> so I've, I lost my initial investment. I'm down $1,400 in this, in this fucking venture, but I still have. That's right. Yeah, no, I, st- I still have three shares of Tron. Yeah. There was um, this month like two and a half years ago where everybody was buying like like, wait a minute, Bitcoin's at 10,000, but all these new coins are still at like four cents, two cents, one cent. So I'll just buy 10,000 of them. And then when yeah. they become worth $10,000, I'll be a billionaire. I also, uh, I just but then they all, dis- most of them disappeared or died. I read that wrong. I lost $500 on Tron. I have 3,700 stocks or 3,700 3, pieces of Tron. So if anyone <laughs> yeah. out there listening just starts buying and selling Tron, maybe we can yeah. manipulate this market. <laughs> The best part is like when all that stuff was happening, all these like just crypto dumbasses were like, I read a lot about Tron and it actually makes a lot of sense what they're doing. It's like, do they or are you just an 18 year old who's like down to get rich? So like, you don't really know what Tron does. I don't think the makers of Tron know what Tron does. No one. It was Jesus. Yeah, it's just like fucking penny stocks. It's it's all it's a market propped on absolutely nothing. Anyone can make these things. That's right. It was a house of cards, and then so why like, is Bit- but why is Bitcoin any better then? Because more people have yeah, bought more into pe- it. Yeah, more people trust it. More people bought into it, and like, there's actual real world applications of it. Like, you're not buying anything with Ripple, um, but you, some mm. businesses do accept Bitcoin. And so my laundromat f- takes Navcoin. Actually, really, you have <laughs> yeah. to fire up the Nav wallet and do a fucking load of whites. <laughs> uh no i did i did um i did lose close to a a quarter trillion dollars (laughs) (laughs) at one point i owned 90 percent of the ethereum in the marketplace i strutted around like i was the king you were on a private jet as it crashed and you had been i guess so rude to the pilot because you tried to come into the cockpit that he landed the plane when he found out you were in ruin and he just he he booted you from the airport he just tossed you Uh uh-huh jazzy jeff style onto the tarmac (laughs) 
Uncle Phil style to Jesse Jeff, you mean? Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so give it a shot. I don't know what apps are good for it nowadays. I still use Coinbase, though I hear they're bad. So uh, do some do some research into that. Gemini? Yes. As always, Gemini when it comes to financial one. advice, uh, don't listen to us. Yeah, Jake did, and he literally lost thousands of dollars. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what do I know? From, yeah, take it from me, who learned the hard way. Uh, all right, let's take a break. I'm going to check on my altcoins, and we'll be back after these messages. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, it can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend, drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online, too. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. You can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit BetterHelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Therapists can be very expensive. With BetterHelp, they're affordable. And if you go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Aunt, let's do the fight. Gross. <laughs> not this week, man. But do you? Me, yes. Uh, not so much about this reality, but about a virtual reality that I've entered. Um, that's right. I bought an Oculus Quest headset and <laughs> remote controls. Do you know what that means? I I guess I I know what it. I know what it means in a figurative sense. Your your slow decline is is complete. It means I never have to talk to you again. Right. That's what I. That's what I thought. You will leave you're this in the reality. For a better one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have to talk to and deal with shit in the reality. I haven't paid my mortgage this month. Yeah. But that's not real. What's real yeah. is VR. <laughs> and in VR, I don't need you. That's the real world. You're the fake world. You have real estate, I have virtual reality estate. Mm. As in, I can build a mansion with ones and zeros and then live in it virtually 
for the rest of my life. What are you playing? What are the games? Good question. Uh, so I I just learned about it. I mean, we knew about it because Mars uh, ha- has been touting Beat Saber for years now, but I always thought it was a very difficult thing to get and set up and attach to a PC. Um, so it was like mm. a little bit beyond my pay grade. Right. Um, but then my buddy Sean got this Oculus Quest, which is the same headset, but it's not attached to any computer because the computer is built into the actual headset. So you just put on this headset and you're in the universe. You're already there. Does it come with games in it, on it? So there's, instead of games, really, there's apps. So some of the apps are free, like a VR chat where you can walk into any world and chat with anybody who's in this world or universe. And there's like rooms that- How do you chat? You just, you're literally, you put on the headset and then it's like, where do you want to go? And it's like the Seinfeld apartment, a cliff in Iceland, uh, underwater, on the moon, in Mars, floating in space. And then as you choose that room, there's other people who have chosen that room anywhere in the world, and you're just floating, walking up to them and talking to them. So, like, I'm a giant fucking David the Gnome, and I walk up to someone who's like a Garfield the Cat, and I'm like, hello, what's your name? And it's like, hi, I'm whatever, Mr. Trigger Man from Spain or whatever. Are you typing or talking? Talking. It's a built-in microphone video thing. So, it's like an old AOL chat room, but come to life. And you're just talking, you're, ah, that gives me so much, like, anxiety. I would be so nervous. Yeah, well, that's one thing you could do is this VR chat. But then there's also, like, Beat Saber. And then there's also this game I've been playing called Super Hot, which is right up your alley, which is, like, you're just in a white void, and you see a gun on the ground, and you pick it up. And then there's, like, red robot mannequin men's who are, like, all have guns in front of you. And they don't move unless you move. So if you go to shoot them, they all go to shoot you. But if you don't move at all, then they don't move. So as you like slowly lift up your gun and point it to his head, he's also doing the same thing to you. But then like if you don't move at all, the bullet comes out really slowly so you can avoid it. And then like as he shoots you, you shoot him in the head and his head explodes and falls down. And then it's like onto the next level. So it's like this John Wick robot shooting in the head game. And also, Whoa. as you shoot them, they throw their weapon up, and you get to catch it with your other hand and, like, shoot another person. So you're just shooting people in the head, catching their guns, shooting other people, all in, like, Matrix-style, bullet-time, slow motion. Are you standing up? Are you dancing around the room? Like, have you cleared s- space for all of this? Yeah, you need, like, a six-foot by six-foot rug um, that's relatively empty. So that I use it right behind me here. Have you, like stubbed your foot on a desk at all like are you pretty cautious like you're not jumping around the room yeah not jumping and dancing but like i'm reaching for like a machine gun on the floor and i like hit my computer i'm like oh shit (laughs) it's like very and then i like look up and it's like oh i'm just alone in this fucking empty office and then it's like all right back to being the fucking man this john wick god violence man do you love it uh i've been having a really really fun time learning about it and some of the games are super enjoyable, like this super hot game. An- another example of a fun thing. Once a day, there's an NBA game that's broadcast on Oculus VR rooms, um, or events, they're called it, Oculus events. So you can basically put on the headset, join the crowd, which is like a virtual crowd who's watching this game courtside. So it's as though you're on the floor. You look to the left, you see one basket. You look to the right, you see another basket. You turn around, you see the virtual crowd. And... Ben Schwartz, who also has this Oculus headset, um, was able to join the event and sit next to me. So we're watching this virtu- this basketball game. That's a real basketball game going on, just like you're watching on TV. But it's as though you're on the uh, on the court and the players are like running by you. And then if I look to my right, I'm seeing an avatar that's Ben, who's looking at me, and we can like talk to each other during this game that's happening. That's wild. Wait, does the <laughs> avatar look like Ben, or is it a Garfield thing? Uh, it can look whatever whatever you want. Like his looked like a, a a pilot with a parrot on his shoulder. So can you make them look like you if you wanted to? Yeah, you can choose their outfits for every app. You can choose like the outfit, the hair, the glasses, basically like a me. Interesting. And the the quality of the game, like does it feel like you're watching on a headset? Are you getting like, I feel like anytime I've worn VR headsets, I like get a little dizzy. Mm-hmm. Or, or does it feel like you're does it feel like you're there it feels like i'm there and then they, i have gotten dizzy before in games where i'm walking 
there's like two types of motion when you're walking in a game. One of them is like actually like walking, like smooth motion. And that gets me very motion sick. And then some games have uh, teleport where you're like, I want to go over there. And it just like snaps to you being over there. And that how makes you, you feel less nauseous. How do you go over there? Do you guide it with your eye? Do you have controls on your hands? Yeah, you have these two uh, almost like Joy-Cons, like um, little remotes that you're that each have a D-pad. So you're like pressing up and it moves you. And it also has a trigger. So like you're like holding it and shooting it like a gun in games where you have a gun. Jesus. Um, yeah. Okay. Have you tried porn? I have not, though I hear good things. I don't know which app porn is, but there's like YouTube VR, so I'm guessing there's Pornhub VR, uh, where it's like completely so you can just get... immersive. Wow. I'm I'm only interested in it for the porn, I think. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The universe is so vast. There's like, there's games, there's apps, there's social media things, there's like YouTube experiences, there's like poker games, there's porn. It's like, it's almost like a new type of... It's not just like a Nintendo where it's just Nintendo games. It's almost like a new type of computer that you can wear. And I, I just wish I could like test it. I, you have to, I have to buy this thing and, and you, but you're saying there's nothing like crazy to learn. Like I can just unwrap it, plug it in, put it on my head and I'm there. Yeah. That's what, that's what I sort of learned recently, which like, I thought it was too technologically, um, advanced to get into because like i don't even have a pc and i don't want to like attach whenever i saw mars set it up at the office uh it was very complicated to me but this is literally just like a headset that you put on and you're in and like it throws you into like this yurt in big sur so like right off the bat like you're tricking your brain into thinking you're in the wilderness and so it, and it's like it's picture perfect reality like it really because I, I feel like i've done I've done like versions of VR where it just like, it feels like I'm in a video game and it doesn't like, it feels like I would be getting the exact same thing if I were just watching this on a really nice TV or something. Yeah. The, the TV is higher def. So like the image on a TV is sharper, but the fact that it's like you look to the left and look to the right and it's like, you're still in the universe. It really does trick your brain into thinking that like, for a minute you're not trapped inside your apartment or house it's like a really good my buddy sean is like this is like the perfect thing to get during quarantine where like you you can't move very much so like there's an app where you, you put on the headset and you choose a movie theater and you're like in a movie theater lobby and like there's a bunch of people around real people they're virtual selves but yeah they're real people in their houses and you can go into a movie theater and watch it on like a big screen and you look to the left and right and people are watching this movie with you and it can even be a 3d movie because the whole thing is 3d Wow. How expensive is it? What's the price point? What are we talking? It's not that expensive. It's about as much as a Nintendo Switch. Let me see. Um, uh, Oculus Pen. Quest 64 gigabyte is $399. Okay. That is definitely less expensive than I thought it was going to be. It's not yeah. not expensive. It's not not expensive. Right. But you don't have but. to buy a computer. It comes with a computer built in. Yeah. And yeah, it's good for, it's also like, has like fun fitness types um, apps as well. So you, like while you're playing Beat Saber, you're sweating a little and there's other like fitness related apps that let you dance or box or do whatever. That fitness apps are kind of cool. I've been, I used, uh, I do the Peloton app here in, in my apartment. Right. I okay. wonder if Peloton has VR because that's right. sort of like, if you put this on and get on an exercise bike, must be insane. Oh, yeah. Maybe a bike would be great. The Peloton apps I do are like uh, core strength ones, so I would be afraid. That, like, I would definitely be afraid to do a burpee with a VR thing on my face. Yeah, it's a little but, heavy, so I wouldn't want to do like squats with it on my right. head. But everything okay. else is a little bit of a workout. I would say I am. I think I'm kind of entirely convinced, honestly. Yeah, there's no risk if that's what you're worried about. Like. You get it, and if the, at worst you just don't use it, but like at best you do use it sometimes, and it's pretty awesome. And the more right. of our friends are on it, the more we can like use the social aspects, like watching a basketball game together or watching a movie. Like, you know, have, have you done like a Zoom movie night where it's like I'll watch it and I'll dial up the Zoom or Netflix party and don't pause, and when you pause, I'll talk and all this stuff. Right. So this lets I you like. I'm in a room with you so like I can whisper or talk or not while this movie is playing on a in a movie screen theater. 
can the other people that you're in the theater talk with talk or you like have to be quiet anybody can talk but you can also mute anybody all right all right yeah i guess the risk is i feel like i don't play my switch anymore i got like a month a month out of it and yeah. that's not a good that's not a good roi on, on <laughs> it's not a good investment because you never no. got into a specific game you just need to get into one specific game but i think the the quest has enough games and free apps that would keep you interested right i guess maybe now i'm feeling like the risk the bigger risk for me is that i is that i get sucked in and i don't come back can you you can't stream any, any of this on your twitch right i think you can because it just has to be on my tv and the Oculus itself comes with like an app that lets you stream on the phone. So like if Avital is playing Beat Saber, I can see what she sees on my phone or cast it to my TV. Oh, so you can, you can play these things together. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I'm not really playing. I'm just watching what she's doing. Right, right. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. Right. <laughs> to, to play together, I would need to also get a, a, a second headset. Which, and you can do that? Yeah, you can buy. I mean, you can just buy two headsets. And you guys would both be there. That's interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if I bought one, me and you and Ben could go to a basketball game? Yeah, there's one game every day where like you can just sit down and basically feels like you're watching from the third row. And you can sit down next to anybody you want who's also in the theater. That's crazy. All right, sweet. I'll, I'll buy it. Great. Um, use my coupon code. Really? You, had a, yeah. you have a coupon? I figured. Yeah. Well, the thing actually cost two ninety nine, but I was going to buy it for you and say it was three ninety nine. So why don't you? Yeah, I just saw that. Wow, you piece of shit! Don't look that up. Absolute piece of shit. That was not good. It's used or some shit. Let me buy one for you. Oh shit! It just went up. Venmo me seven thousand dollars. Every time a video game or a Dungeons and Dragons things like gets delivered to this house, Jill doesn't. It's not like she's mad or upset, but she just looks at me with pity in her eyes. Yeah. I'd, I'd be really sad if she came into this room and just <laughs> saw me dancing in a VR headset. Yeah, I there is nothing sadder. Me. There's there's a huge disconnect between what you see. You're like immersed in this fucking John Wick world where you're like blowing people's face off, and then like cut to someone watching you, and it's just you're quietly on the floor <laughs> wearing a headset in your underwear in like a dog position, being like, "Oh shit." <laughs> This is we did a cold, uh, one of the cold opens in Lonely and Horny was was this. That's right, predecessor. Mm -hmm. That was the the OG. That's where I first fell in love. That's right, you and Mia Malkova. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, highly recommend it, especially okay. again for these times where you're like stuck in stuck inside for ninety percent of your day. Right. Okay, I'm done. I'm I'm in. Sick, and I am sick. No, I uh yeah. I have a low-grade fever, 102.6. Oh so shitty. You have yeah. it, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's try to get to more questions here. Enough selling you on virtual reality. I'm sold. Okay, good. Uh, this guy has an ugly laugh. Oh. So we'll call him Janice, like <laughs> the lady from France yeah. with an ugly laugh. I remember that. Janice writes, hey dudes, a couple years ago I saw a video of myself laughing and I thought, oh my god, I'm an ugly laugher. Oh no. It's hard to explain, but I kind of look like an exaggerated version of Jake's Tom Cruise laugh impression in that I retract my head into my neck, creating something of a quadruple chin. My top lip also rolls up, exposing my teeth and too much of my gums. I was I was horrified when I saw this, but uh, assured that I was just being self-conscious and that laughter is an expression of joy, so no one will notice or care. Fast forward to a week ago, and I was laughing with a group of friends, and one said, has anyone told you that you look weird when you laugh? Immediately. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Worst fear confirmed. Don't worry, everyone, it's just your joy. Everyone <laughs> tried to too. <laughs> Immediately, everyone tried to make me laugh to see my Quasimodo ass face in action, but I was too embarrassed to laugh. So they all dropped it and moved on, but now I feel like an idiot because everyone noticed my ugly laugh. My question is, should I try to change it? Is that even possible to do? Should I just try to embrace my fugly laughing face? Have any of you guys tried to fix a mannerism because it was off-putting to the common man? Thanks mm. for the advice, Ned. A mannerism 
feels different. Like laughter is like an involuntary reflex. Like, yeah, that's just, maybe you can change your laugh. That, I think that was a premise of a Jake and Amir, right? A new laugh. There was new yeah. voice for sure. Oh, new voice. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. New voice. I wanted to talk like this. So do I. <laughs> I think this is, this is my voice. Yeah. Can you make that? Can you just talk in a voice your entire life and then have that be your voice? <laughs> I think you can definitely like change your voice way easier than changing your laugh. Changing your voice is nothing. I could do that. Laughter is impossible. Yeah. Laughter I once is tried a lot to, harder. I once tried to change my smile. Like I would smile with just my top teeth and I thought it looked weird. That like, and you, you, you wanted that to be your smile. I hate it. That's nah, the most chipmunk that's what, you've ever looked. <laughs> that's what my smile used to be. Really? Yeah, top teeth only. Like that was just your involuntary but, smile. Yeah. Well, sm- I don't know if it's involuntary because like when you smile for photos, it's not like it's almost like a smile that you reserve just for photos. You don't right. actually smile like that. Yeah. So then I, I went like, like this. slightly mouth open. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah <laughs> show, show the whole all the teeth both rows yeah. every single it's, one it is so stupid to smile and you have to smile like nobody wants to see a photo of you where you're not faking joy stand <laughs> over there and smile now look over here and smile you have to smile <laughs> when did it like the the earliest photos got it right that was just like it was like hey we're gonna take your picture like just look like you always do look normal yeah, you don't have to look me. happy i'm fine today i don't have to i'm never i'm not just smiling walking around like this well i think the pictures mostly most of the time now are like capturing a moment you're like you're trying to capture a feeling and then like everyone's happy everyone's having joy then it's like okay now it's time to pose for a photo (laughs) but stand in a row yeah so it's sort of but it does the it does the moment a discredit a disservice if you don't smile because you're like this is a nice moment so you have to sell it with the smile say cheese (laughs) (laughs) tricking your kids into smiling by making them say cheese cheese i wonder what came first smiling or cheese saying or cheese probably smiling because that seems like a natural thing uh-huh. and cheese is just like a word in the english language so that i don't know which one came first and i don't think anyone really could ever prove yeah. that fact i know right. why you got a d now because <laughs> <laughs> you would posit these absolutely moronic questions in the middle of bio was it did you say you got a d in bio <laughs> what came first yeah, my question was about how this cell changes. The chicken or its leg? Nice. nice. Taking a bite out of a turkey leg in the middle of class. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't eat that in here. I like an ugly laugher. I think that that's, I like, I prefer that because I, I feel like when I'm watching somebody laugh ugly, I'm like, wow, that person is fully committed. They are in the moment. There's no vanity there. The reserve is gone. I think there's something beautiful about it. So... The bail has take lifted. Yeah, take take that within your heart and go forward. I don't think you should change your laugh. I think you yeah. should embrace the ugliness because, like, when you're doing your ugly laugh, that's how your friends and everyone you love will know that they got you to really laugh. Like, you know what a courtesy laugh sounds like. You know what a fake laugh sounds like. Anyone could do that. So this guy could change his fake laugh to to being something else. But then your friends are going to be like yo, you just gave me a courtesy laugh and I know because your real laugh is ugly and you look normal yeah. when you did that. And then you could be like, yeah, I gave you a courtesy laugh and you're being an asshole to me right now calling my laugh ugly. So I don't feel bad about giving you the courtesy laugh. Okay? Or what about this? Or? <laughs> oh, the Kawhi Leonard laugh. <laughs> that way it's sort of like you're laughing but like you're kind of accidentally shitting yourself at the, time yeah. at the same time and you think that'll be an improvement from his laugh like, <laughs> 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 you can't stand looking at you when you do it <laughs> are you laughing or are you constipated are you happy or does your asshole I'm actually, hurt 
I'm a hot laugher, but an ugly shitter. So when I laugh, I also look like Tom Cruise, but it's not like an impression. It just looks like him sprinting in Mission Impossible 5. But when I'm on the can, I look like a fucking turtle. Like I look like Mitch McConnell. I get glasses and no chin. I'm on the can. I'm the man. I would love a video of my face while I'm shitting. Thoughts? My uh, birthday's coming up. <laughs> what, what the fuck are you suggesting to me? Do you really think that I can do that? Your birthday. <laughs> so I'm not what? suggesting You're- anything. I'm just telling you that my birthday's coming up, and I'm telling you about a gift that I would love to have, <laughs> which I, is a fucking I don't know glory hole. Happen picture of you taking a shit your face while you're taking a shit just my timing that setting that locked up. off while i'm taking a shit a I one can't. by one perfect square of the face and you, that's what you want you talked about potentially once. getting yeah <laughs> what about the vr thing that seems like a good gift like it's something that you wanted to dabble in it's like a pretty expensive price point something you're not really willing to pull the trigger on quite yet <laughs> mm. would you rather have the vr headset or uh the picture of yourself taking a shit as a square i think one of them is a little more thoughtful <laughs> i won't say which one but I will say that I would really love to have a video of my face while I'm taking a shit. A video now. You want a video. You want a fucking hidden camera video of your face. Not even a picture anymore. Yeah, you want, want like a an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Can, it, can I frame it up with you knowing it or does it have to be done in... I'd like it to be a surprise. I'd like it's, it to be a surprise. It won't be. It won't be. Your birthday's in two days. I can't surprise you with this video. I have to actually convince your fucking wife to take a video of you taking a shit as a gift how is it going to be a surprise for you she's going to be in there that sounds like an interesting plan i was wondering how you would do it but getting jill involved would definitely work there's not a lock in our bathroom (laughs) she would never she would never do that are you insane and nor you nor should you let her or want that and then once i have the video what do you want with that i have a fucking video file of you taking a dump that's your gift Congratulations, get, check your email, and it's a video of you taking a shit. Your face. I was, yeah, I was going to say, if it's, well, because I want it to be high res, so it'd be, I would do like a WeTransfer or a Google Drive. Okay. High res, like, like an iPhone video. Yeah, 1080 ideally. But I don't want to talk about it anymore because then I won't be surprised. Okay. We're getting too much into the weeds <laughs> here. <laughs> and look, if I wake up on my 35th birthday and I have a video of my face while I'm taking a shit, then that's awesome. And maybe you do we transfer. Lottie, don't worry about how to how I'll get you the file. It's not gonna happen. And why do you want it? I don't want it. I don't want it to be compressed is all. Yeah. I don't want it to be compressed. You'll have it uncompressed. Yeah. Yeah. I won't compress the video of you taking a shit for your birthday. I want it HD styly. So so it has to be more than an iPhone. I have to fucking set up a DSLR in there or something. An iPhone, an iPhone has some really high quality. If if you have a DSLR, it would be. I don't preferred. Okay, okay. Then then why bring it up? (laughs) Asshole. I didn't. Oh my god! (laughs) Now you're mad at me because the video of you taking a shit wasn't fucking shot on a nice Canon. It was shot on an iPhone, which I'm also not going to do. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do it. I love it. That's perfect because I do want to be surprised. So you're not going to do it. Okay. No expectations. Yeah. All right. Birthdays on change, Wednesdays. Don't, so. don't change your laugh. Um, yeah. Don't change your laugh. But you should change your attitude. Mm. <laughs> Wait, me or him? You. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Your laugh is beautiful and so are you. Uh, all right. That was our show. That was our ep. Um, if you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was, um, I don't know if you remember, it was the Sigurd, 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 uh, Cocaine mm-hmm. Lemonade, who's got right. a, an EP called Cocaine Lemonade coming out. And this closing one was written by um, uh, a guy named Eli Smirin. Eli Smirin. Hard to pronounce right, right, names. Right. I hope I'm doing it right. Uh, 
He said, everybody should be donating to whatever organizations support Black Lives Matter. But since I think a lot of people know about it, I'd like to plug votesaveamerica.org, where you can take action in different ways to help kick Trump out of office. That would be nice. Great. Uh, Also, my friend Josh would want me to plug his YouTube channel, but I'm too lazy for that. All right. Thanks, Eli. Sorry, Josh. Would you go by Eli or Ellie if it was E-L-I? Eli. That's cool. Yeah. Eli Manning style. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Eli. Thanks to Sigurd. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week for more of us. Check out the HeadGum Podcast on the HeadGum Network. Oh, yeah. That's right. And we're also on Patreon, making new videos every week. You can listen to those as podcasts, or you can watch them uh, at patreon.com slash J-A. J-A, baby. Uh, And we'll be back next week. See ya. Listen, two Jake and Mirror. That was a headgum podcast. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another headgum happy hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do it, that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye. <laughs>